Hello, 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 everyone. Welcome, welcome, and welcome back to the Jameer Smith Show. So I'm super emotional right now. I'm super excited. I didn't want this final episode to be scripted and written out and bullet pointed. I wanted to make this episode as raw as possible. So again, welcome back, everyone, to the Jameer Smith Show. Let's go. So it is Sunday and we all know what Sunday is for us. It is Insecure Sundays, hashtag Insecure HBO. And the season finale just ended, just ended. Again, I have to say, remarkable, outstanding, heartwarming, emotional, loving, every single emotion that I'm going through right now is as raw and as amazing as possible. So again, this is the season finale of Insecure and tonight's episode is exactly what was needed. I'm literally, everyone, guys, I'm literally crying right now because the writing and the directing was absolutely phenomenal. So let's go ahead and start off with Prentice salute salute to Prentice for directing this episode for being the writer and producer of this episode and Issa and the entire team my god so of course the show starts off with Lawrence and Issa coming back together out at one of the um you know uh gardens where you can go and find stuff and it's interesting. She's asking questions, one of the flower gardens about, you know, a certain flower. And then he comes up and it's like there's symbolism behind it because she's saying, you know, what's the difference between, you know, some type of flower and like a funeral flower. And who knows this funeral flower actually means something. So um, Lawrence comes, they have conversation. He actually gets the job in San Francisco. Congratulations. And it's amazing to see them both at places you know we've discussed in previous episodes they're both in certain places in their relationships that they can really be as successful as possible and look at each other's success and really just say oh my god I was with this person during the grind during the hustle and now to see you getting a huge promotion to San Francisco and an assistant and a corner office and on a staff How amazing is that, you know? And, you know, she's like a lot of people in relationships whenever you get to that point that your partner is, you know, long distance, by coastal, whatever. It's like, hey, maybe I can see myself moving with you. Maybe I can uproot my life and still be successful where you are. And so, you know, I feel like that's an amazing situation because a lot of us are in that situation in life you know what do you guys think about would you uproot your life for your partner you know you guys have history and you're at a point in your life that you want to continue growth and you see an amazing future would you uproot your career your friends your family your entire life for this relationship to see it succeed you know definitely make sure you guys send me i can't even answer the emails that you guys have sent me but continue to email me at uh the jameer smith show at gmail.com um and so then of course we go into this scene where molly and andrew 
you know, they're trying to vibe out at Molly's event, her her lawyer event that she had going on. And it was like he just wasn't there. You kind of saw him, as we say, faking the funk. You know, he really, his energy and, and everything just was not at a good place. And I saw a different Andrew at that moment. But if we really go back and look at some of the previous episodes, we start to see Andrew really pulling back. And again, we've had this conversation about who Molly is and how strong her character is. And, you know, I believe that you have to be able to have that balance in your relationship. And it really, it hits the nail on the head whenever they get back home and you know, he wants to do one thing. She wants to do another. And it's like they just aren't vibing. And so it's it's for me, it's emotional to a point because it's like you now you see this relationship that, you know, give them both credit that they both worked hard at. You know, it was mentioned that, wow, this is the longest relationship that we've both been in. But again, he asked the question and she did not answer what is it that you're fighting for? And sometimes we have to ask ourselves those questions in relationships. You know, you're in a marriage, you're in a relationship, in a situation with someone and you, you know, you've spent time, you've spent money, you've gone out on dates and, you know, you've, you've really invested moments with this person. However, what are you fighting for? Are you wanting, do you want to, continue with the relationship? Do you want to see this grow into something beautiful? Or are we just trying to achieve something that neither one of us have achieved is to see if we can last in a relationship? And that's huge. That is huge to say and to see because they're both at a place that they have to make a very smart decision on what's next. And it looks like, you know, they they kind of decide to... Unfortunately, they decide to separate a little bit. And I hate that, man. Like, because I look at my life a lot like Molly being a strong personality and being successful and and really wanting to grow a relationship and not really being in a relationship in a very long time. But then understanding how to move and how to grow within a relationship. And sometimes, unfortunately, you just don't know you're going to make mistakes. And, you know, I said this so many times and I would love to know you guys feedback. You know, people that are in relationships, you know, what adjustments have you had to make? But in addition to comma, single people. If you've been single for so long and if you've made decisions for yourself and done everything on your own and you've never really had to check in and really adjust for anyone else you know how do you move in a way that is successful for the relationship but in addition to you still hold on to your core to who you are as a person so you know you see how emotional she gets and i've been there i've been there that you get super emotional because you say oh my god not another failed relationship and then you know It hits the fan. Tiffany, you know, their friend uh, who just had a baby. There's so many women. I love that this show discusses so many narratives. There are many women that go to postpartum and 
we saw in previous episodes how uncomfortable, how uneasy, how she's not ready, how she's really trying to wrap her hands around the fact that she now has a child. Postpartum is real. And it's something that women don't discuss a lot. And it's beautiful that it was it was done in a way that you saw the raw emotion in Amanda Seals, who plays Tiffany, and you were able to see her friends and her husband navigate through the city of L.A. to find out she leaves like she literally tells her husband that, hey, I'm going to the movies and she doesn't return. That has got to be a scary situation. Like, guys, let's think about it. Your friend, your sister, your wife just had a baby. She picks up and she goes. She leaves the child with you or, you know, a nanny, whomever. And you don't hear from her. It has to be a very difficult situation for women and men, but especially women to really wrap their hands and their brains and their bodies around the idea that I just birthed a child. I am not at the weight that I want to be. I am not at the career that I want to be. I don't have the financial that I would be to have a child. But fortunately, I now have a child. So what do I do? So it's a beautiful thing. Like she literally ends up at the Sheraton and all of the friends, you know, Issa, Tamale and, and, and and Kelly and the, her uh, Tiffany's husband, they all get together and they are able to really lock down her location and find her. And you see the raw emotion when she sees her husband and she just says, I just don't know what to do. And then we move forward, man. It's like I had a conversation with a really good friend of mine a few weeks ago. And I said, you know what? Right when we give Lawrence, hashtag Lawrence ain't, mm, once we give him an inch, man, it's like he'll take it right back. When I tell you, so let me say this side note, there's a movie, The Best Man Holiday. You put that movie on, I am super emotional. I would love to know, y'all, tell me what is a movie that makes you super emotional? I literally cried on this scene of Insecure Tonight. Almost the same as I did with The Best Man Holiday. When Issa is super happy and excited and she sees Lawrence and you see the look on his face and the conversation that I had with a friend of mine begins to relive itself and it begins to fester and it's filling and it's filling and bah! He says to Issa, Condola came to see me last night and she's pregnant. Condola is pregnant. I literally had this conversation with a friend of mine and I said, you know what I'm not going to do? I am not going to put that out on this podcast. I am not going to write the story. I am not going to make a spoiler. I said to myself and to my friend, because, you know, listen, sometimes you got to have somebody in your corner to be like, listen, we did say that, remember? (laughs) But to see the emotion in this scene, and I skipped a scene and I'll touch on that in a second, to see the emotion between Issa and Lawrence in this scene and how hurt she is and how hurt 
he is. And it was beautiful to see Prentice as he was tweeting, you know, throughout the show tonight. And he said, I really wanted to see Molly and her emotional she was during this time. But then also I wanted to see how emotional Issa gets during this moment. I want to see Lawrence and how deep he gets and how angry he gets with Condola and how loving and sincere he is with Issa. When I tell you guys it was an emotional moment and the moment that I did miss is at the beginning when Issa really meets up with, um, oh my gosh, I'm having a brain freeze at this moment. It's like, cause it's too many emotions going on. <laughs> um, she meets up with Nathan and, you know, he offers the back room for her to use as an office and he expresses his emotion towards her. He lets her know that I'm here to support you and I understand that you're in a relationship. I just want you to know how I felt. With Issa, you can see the emotion she still has, but how pure she is with how she feels now about Lawrence. I am with Lawrence. I don't want to lead you on. And I mean, to end it is exactly what we have been waiting on. We've been waiting on this moment where Issa has reached her wit's end She's exhausted. She's done. We see Molly. Molly is now exhausted. She's done. And Yvonne Orji, who plays Molly, she tweeted. She said, you can always count on your day ones. When you've reached the end, you can always count on your day ones. And they meet back up in the Ethiopian restaurant where it all started, even on season one. And you see them able to talk it out. And it goes off. You know, there are a lot of emotions and a lot of thoughts throughout this season that I would love to touch on. And, um, you know, I think whenever we really look at the energy, the writing, the cinematography, the the photography, the colors, the costumes, the music, everything was spot on. Everything was beautiful. Everything was at a place where you can come back and you can say, wow, they did an amazing job from the writers, the directors, the producers, everyone that came in who just shared these beautiful moments. It was absolutely phenomenal. It was absolutely phenomenal. And, you know, if you haven't had an opportunity to check out Insecure, for the season, there are ten episodes. You know, uh, it's on HBO. I'm excited to see this next season. Where they're going, what will happen? How will they continue the relationships? Will Issa move past the idea that Lawrence now will have a child? And now we're at a place with each other that, wow, they have now forgiven each other for the past and they've moved on. And how convenient at this moment this happens. I'm just, I'm, I'm floored, but it's like, it's beautiful writing. So again, 
this is all emotion. It's all raw. I haven't scripted any of my show tonight. I wanted to I wanted to record immediately once the show had finished. So if I'm rambling, I love you. <laughs> Take an opportunity to watch Insecure season four title low key lost the last episode, episode 10. Everyone be safe. Have some really fun interviews coming up this week. And again, thank you for everyone that tuned in to uh, the interview with Julian Lark for, from Control Magazine. You know, that interview has gotten so many emails and I have so many more, you know, emails to respond to and DMs to respond to. But also we're going to do a follow up interview with Julian because he has some amazing new products and projects that are coming out. So I want to keep you guys updated and abreast of those things. And um, yeah, we have some fun interviews coming up. So I'm super excited. Again, stay safe, everyone. You know, it's 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 nice to remove yourself like I did tonight. And hopefully a lot of you did tonight with watching the episode or anything else that you're doing to at least remove yourself just for a moment. We're going through some really um, dark dark times and um i want everyone to make sure that you stay safe stay focused but also stay creative and until next time thank you for tuning in to the jameer smith show